Welcome back to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I am James Motz Montemagno. And I'm Michael Rivat. Oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. It is the week. It's the big one. It is. And I thought I was tired last week. I'm super tired now. I feel like this was... It was crazy. This uh, conference today was the big Nintendo Direct, and it was a whirlwind. It truly was. I I think our tweet storm, sometimes duplicate tweeting, was much fun uh, during the entire entirety of it. But to be honest, E3, it started almost on Saturday, Sunday. I was on a plane for half of the, the Sony one. I was on you know some other. I was going to the airport for the Microsoft one, and then I was actually... I scheduled my entire week to make sure that I had a proper setup to watch all of the Nintendo E3 conference and actually all the Splatoonness afterwards, the Treehouse. I sat through all of it. Some of it played in the background, the, the Treehouse stuff, because I can only watch so much Smash Brothers. Uh, but it was there. Yeah, it was it was bonkers. It was just crazy. I was kind of all over the place for a lot of these, and I watched them after the fact, except for Nintendo. And it, it allowed it to soak in a little bit more. You know, when we're doing Nintendo, we're tweeting and we're commenting and we're making notes for this podcast. So there's a lot happening and, and it can get a little overwhelming. But um, we do have some news before we get to the big E3 stuff. So we're going to jump right in. We're going to go through the news. We're going to go through all the new releases and crank all this out and then get to what everybody's really interested in. To start, if you went on your eShop at any point last week, you would have noticed that there is a little update. So there's new functionality built in. Uh, this seems like something people are really, really wanting. For me personally, I think the eShop is, you know, pretty functional. Um, I did see a couple comments, people wishing it had music in the background, I guess, similar to Wii U, which to me, that sounds terrible. I don't need that going to the eShop. But right now they do have a featured tab. So Nintendo can kind of promote games that are maybe brand new or that have slipped through the cracks a little bit that they want to kind of raise back up and bring to people's awareness. And then there's the best sellers. So the best sellers now shows the top 30 games, but also has a tab on the side that shows all games or download only games. So I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm a little bit confused on the all games and download only games. I mean, I, I get it that the download only are, are download only, but there's a lot of overlap there. So, I mean, obviously the games in the bestsellers are also only the ones downloaded from the eShop and not necessarily, you know, purchased. I'm also wondering too, it's, it's interesting because it seems like a large majority of it is download all the time. Like that's just what people are using because when I switch back and forth through all games and download only, it's very small differences i'll notice like maybe a game switches a position there's not a whole lot of variation i'd be interested in those numbers like what is the physical versus the digital i don't quite understand it but that's okay i, I think that it's fine i usually just switch to the all games anyways because i i do like to see what came out on disc so but it's cool to kind of flip back and forth they changed the word of the deals i don't know what it was it was promotions or something but now it's called great deals mm. i think uh, it was like on sale or something mm. like that before better verbiage it's it's definitely better better verbiage overall the of it so i don't know i is 30 too many that's my only thing like i'm scrolling too much on the <laughs> i yeah i liked it at the top 10 I, yeah. I thought that was kind of like condensed here it is boom top 10 games 30 seems like well okay well and we just have top 50 or top 100 at this point yeah well it's kind of cool to see it there and i do like the feature tab that's pretty cool because when there's new content like the new season pass for 
uh, Mario and Rabbids uh, Kingdom Battle, they can they can highlight that there. Or when there's a great game that's on sale, you know, our good friends uh, that that make Steam World Dig, you know, that's up there. So a lot of cool stuff. I, I think overall. Uh, and apparently, you know, Floor Kids is on there, too. It's a game that I've been waiting to go on sale. It's gotten really good music and reviews from what I've heard. So I really want to check it out. But it's really nice. Yeah, I do like the feature tab quite a bit. And it just ver- validates that, oh, did I buy the right games, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, some 3DS news that may have slipped through the crack if you're still playing the 3DS and specifically playing Minecraft. Uh, Mojang and... Uh, Nintendo have released the Super Mario Mashup Pack uh, for the 3DS edition. This has already been available for the Wii U. I'm not positive it's on the Switch. I, I think it's on the Switch. But what's nice here is that this is free. Even though it came out two years ago on, on the Wii U, uh, it is now free on the on the 3DS. So my assumption here is that there are people playing it on the 3DS. So we talked about this a little bit for I think it was our Pokemon announcement or our um, prediction podcast episode, but we said how great it would be or how they should anyway combine Pokemon Let's Go with the Pokeball Plus at a, at a cheaper price, and I think that would promote sales. Nintendo did listen. They got back to us, said they're doing it. It is a bundle, $99 for the bundle, which I think is roughly $10 savings. So not huge, but... It is cheaper to go that way. Or would you do the bundle? Is that something that I think is selling it for you now? Yeah. So, well, the first thing I, I want to comment on, I like how you called out and said that Nintendo, you know, they got back to us. They and got back Reggie, to us. Reggie reached, Reggie reached out and is like, hey, guys, uh, my body is ready and I'm ready to give you this bundle. <laughs> and uh, no, I, I was already in on this game, especially after today. I can't wait to talk a little bit more on this. Uh, but no, I, I jumped on BestBuy.com. Uh, picked it up the EV bundle I'm all in on the EV uh, way better than the Pikachu I do like my Pikachu but I'm in I'm into it uh, and the nice thing and I was telling you is that I went with Best Buy even though this also works on Amazon they usually do the 20% off for Prime members I have uh, grandfathered in uh, Gamer Club Unlimited which was this kind of deal that they did where you got 20% off of all video games regardless of when they came out which is great when the games went on sale. That's how I picked up Just Dance 2018 for like 10 bucks, uh, which is a cool deal. So I did get it. So it's for me, it was $80. So if Amazon follows through on the 20% off for Prime members, this would definitely be a good bundle to grab. Uh, and yeah, I'm into it. Nice thing I will say here is that if you buy any Pokeball Plus, from my understanding, you will get Mew included automatically into your game. So I like that. I think for the $80, it's really starting to get into like it's a steal you know because of the the prices individually i think it's 50 and 60 dollars if you can get it for 80 dollars total that's a really good deal yeah and on the uh pokemon let's go front this came out last week uh, right before i think or right after the show came out that nintendo confirms that uh, let's go Pokemon, Pokemon Let's Go, will require an online subscription to play online. This is actually no surprise because it comes out right around when the online subscription thing is going to hit. So all Nintendo games are going to be, you know, you're going to need it. Your Splatoon, it's going to happen. You know, it's, it's just going to happen. Yeah. But um, in I, case you were thought you're going to play online for free, I don't think so. Got to pay for those Pokemons. Yeah, I give this like a big duh. You know what I mean? Like every, every other system, if you want to play online, you got to pay you know pay the price to have the subscription service so sure 
of course they're gonna do this it makes perfect sense and the price is totally reasonable it's not that big of a deal yeah totally fine uh on the accessory side i, I we wanted to highlight just a few cool accessories because i'm always sprucing up my switch with a bunch of awesome swag and i've been waiting for a long time for uh, an official battery pack and what I mean is those external big battery packs. Nintendo has always said, be cautious, be wary of the battery packs because of the amount of power they put out. You know, if you're not using an official, I'm always wary if I'm not using an official thing, I don't want to break it because if I use an official product, I expect, you know, Nintendo to actually handle this for me. Uh, and they partnered actually with Anchor, which I'm a big fan of. Anchor makes great products to bring two battery packs. They have a uh, 21,000 PD and uh, a 13,400 PD, which I guess is the amount of the power cores that they have in it. Uh, one will give you 15 extra hours or roughly five full charges. And the other one will give you nine hours uh, on an extra charge. The, you know, Anchor really said these are the, the smallest, most compact, most awesome, you know, uh, power bricks that, that you can get, which is great. And I actually pre-ordered the PowerCore uh, 13400, uh, which comes in at 70 bones. The other bigger one is $90. And it's a lot smaller. It's like half the, the size of it. It looks like it'll fit in my bag really nice. So I like that. And since I travel so much, this is, this is really nice. I do have an away travel ba- uh, bag that I carry around with but i'm a little wary like i said to use non-official products and these do look nice they have the switch logo on them uh and you can just go to to anchor's uh, website and pick them up which is pretty cool in other accessory news today 8-bit do do 8-bit do <laughs> announced new switch accessories they actually had four tweets that came out announcing different controllers that they're coming out with. So they have an N30 Pro 2. They have an N30 Pro Plus. They have the Zero 2 and the SN30GP. So each one of them has a slightly different look or a couple different variations in in some of the things they offer. So the N30 Pro 2 is vibration, motion controls, and it has six new models that are inspired by classic video game systems and it's compatible with switch pc mac os and android the n sn30 pro plus has is available in three different models has the same motion controls usb c it's featuring wireless bluetooth vibration and is again in a retro style to match an old console the zero two is this little tiny cute controller it's five different models that are inspired by game boy um and it's again switch pc mac os and android and then the final i'm assuming the least expensive is the sn30 gp which is looking like game boy lines again but it is only compatible with switch pc mac os and android there's no other um list of maybe motion controls or things like that so i'm assuming that's sort of the lowest entry point but the rest are really interesting looking they're they're kind of cool all vintagey retro styled um anybody that's looking for those third-party controllers i think would be right up their alley yeah this is nice if you play a lot of the retro games i don't know if i need it because my joy cons work pretty good but the zero two is so tiny and cute uh, and if it comes with a keychain, like I wouldn't mind throwing it on my keys for some reason. It looks adorable. Yeah, but I'm thinking to my myself, why wouldn't I just take off my Joy-Con? You know, is it better than my Joy-Con? I don't. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess the controls might be better because it has a D-pad, so you get a proper D-pad. That's that's the win here. So top of the charts, 
this was all over the place this week. Every time we checked, it was jumping around. The, the lineup was changing. So this is as of an hour ago, the top five Astro Bears, Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn, Wizard of Legend, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, and Stardew Valley. So Wizard of Legend was number one two hours ago when I checked. And then all of a sudden, boom, things jumped around like crazy. And then interestingly enough, some of them are new game debuts. So Shaq Fu is a new game. West of Loathing is a new game that came in on eighth and Hollow Knight, which literally came out hours ago, 10th place. Yeah, that's pretty rad. And yeah. and I will say, you know, Astro Astro Beer Bears is on sale for 99 cents. <laughs> so that could be, uh, it looks like, it looks as if almost with the E3 hype, everyone hopped on, everyone was downloading Fortnite, which we'll talk about, but then also buying a bunch of games when the Fortnite servers maybe weren't working. So maybe that's why Astro Bear is like, oh, 99 cents, I'll play that. Yeah, sure. But I think that's really rad, especially Hollow Knight. What a great debut just to, to crack into the top 15 immediately. And I can confirm Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, which I've beaten and going back through a second play, is totally worth your $10. This is a phenomenal game. I, I'm going to write up a review in the next week or two to kind of, as I, as I beat it one more time, I want to give the other modes of the game another shot. So I will say that in Shaq Fu, interestingly enough is from the creators of uh the nba playgrounds and this is a shack fu update it's out of the top over the top i I can't believe this is in the top it's bananas to me (laughs) but that said there was some controversy around this because they said they were going to give it for free to some people because you know nba playgrounds had issues in the beginning I, i don't really know i haven't followed it too much but it doesn't really interest me at all anyway so all right let's jump right into the releases this week so this starts on the 11th so by the time everybody's listening to this there's already some of these out but we wanted to run through everything jolt family robot racer is coming out on the switch and the wii u that was on the 11th the switch version interestingly enough is a dollar cheaper at 4.99 than the wii u which is 5.99 i just thought that was kind of yeah, it's a steal. Um, on the 12th, you have Alchemic Joust, Paladins, Champions of the Realm, Hexalogic, and Tennis World Tour. So Tennis World Tour is a full game, $59.99, brand new title. Yeah, the, the Paladins, I think, is the more interesting one. There was some things that had leaked out around this and came. This is a free-to-play fantasy team-based shooter sensation they say there's 25 million players. I assume it's on like mobile and on a bunch of other things from high res studios. Uh, we, I remember watching this trailer and I was, I was blown away by it. It looks super cool. Uh, I'm sure this is a game that will suck money out of you some other way. Cause there's skins and all these things that you can customize and, and get, but there is the interesting part here is that the thing that's out today is the founders pack, right? So that's out today. It gives you early access. It's $29.99. You get all the champions and the voice packs and some cosmetics. So, boom, you're into it. Are you picking it up? No. I will wait until that's free to play. I don't love it enough. And it's very Overwatch. Uh, if anybody plays Overwatch, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that because we won't be getting that on the Switch at least anytime soon, this is a great alternative to that but i'm okay with waiting i can play it on my computer i can play it on a couple other things so i'm okay with waiting for it to be free to play and then if there's a few cosmetic upgrades that i want i'll i'll throw a few bucks here and there to get that i don't i don't need to play it right now 
So this is a non-battle royale game. It is a team-based shooter. That I mean, so so that's why you say it's to Overwatch compared to Fort, Fortnite is PUBG, Overwatch Paladins. Those are mm-hmm. the that's what we're okay. Just want to make sure my 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 terminology is correct here for the yep. listeners. Paladins has uh, I, I, I considered heroes. So each class does something more specific. So you're kind of picking something that's specialist, and you have to play as a team if you want to you know succeed basically i mean people get lucky and they'll win but if you're actually playing somebody that knows what they're doing or a team that knows what they're doing you want to play and operate as a team so uh very different play styles from um fortnite got it got it cool so on the 13th we've got bloons td5 on the 14th we have neo geo super sidekick 3 the next glory then there's beaker reloaded Chameleon Run Deluxe Edition, Lanada, or Lanoda, <laughs> and then there's More Hone Remake because they didn't get it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't, they couldn't nail it down. RBI Baseball 18, Soccer Slammers, and then on the 15th, another full price game, Lego The Incredibles, fifty nine ninety nine. I loved. The Lego games, I love The Incredibles. I think this is a great mashup. I think this will be really fun and funny and cute. Probably a fantastic children's game. Um, But Lego always seems to hit it out of the park. I think this is going to be a hit. Yeah, it's got that classic two-player co-op. So, you know, it's great. solid. Yeah. And then apparently a huge fan favorite, Flashback, which is its 25th anniversary. And according to the developer, it's consistently ranked among the top 100 games of all time i've never even heard of it i'm ashamed to say so this is going to be for 1999 i i I don't know i guess maybe if it's one of the best games of all time i have to check this out i have no idea i've never even heard of this it's from 1992 it is it does have really good metacritic scores uh it's made its way on all sorts of things so iphone symbian uh, dreamcast 3do cdi snes it's been everywhere uh so from my understanding it's it's similar to the earlier prince of persia type games that are out there uh and they're the original ones uh, mm-hmm. out there so I don't, I don't really know much about it either but I mean, if it's one of the best games of all time, then I may just <laughs> have to get it. I mean, it does have really, really great review scores from what I understand. And it has sold over 2 million copies, which, you know, for a game way back then in 92, I believe is a, is a pretty big deal. So maybe uh, it's something we'll have to look at getting if we do. We'll see if it holds up. It'd be interesting because how much of that is. Um, you know, a tainted opinion because you grew up with the game versus if it, you know, it's out now, does it still hold up 25 years later? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think I'm ready. I'm, I'm over these games. I'm ready for the E3 news. Let's Are you ready? I'm ready. Before we get into Nintendo's announcement, we're going to talk about some of the third party uh, developers that kind of had Nintendo related news. Let's kick it right off. Bethesda. And this is really important because all the third parties, especially Bethesda, you see them come out. What we wanted to see was these third parties give their nod, give their support for Nintendo because these all happened before the Nintendo press conference. So this was all important. And Bethesda's 
entire press conference was way over the t- way over the top. I'll kind of run down what we're not going to cover the entire presser. You should go. We'll give links to some of the recaps, but just the things about the Switch or Nintendo. The one thing that did happen, what I liked about Bethesda, I don't know if you caught it. They actually gave a big nod to the things that they had done last year, and they specifically said that they were really pleased that they released Doom and Wolfenstein 2 was coming out on the Switch. They called out the Switch, gave it a lot of love, and the love continued a little bit on. We have a new downloadable game, uh, Fallout Shelter, which had been out already on mobile, which has now come to the Switch. I think you can talk a a little bit about that a little bit more. I only played it for a few minutes. There's also a new Elder Scroll Legends card game, which is coming to the Switch, which is great for um, touchscreen support. And one thing that no one knows if or if not it will reach the Switch is they announced the sequel to Doom, Doom Eternal, but they did not announce what platforms it's on. So that means you need to go out there, buy more Doom on the Switch, and maybe they'll bring it to, to the Switch at some point. In the same vein, Ubisoft did a lot of the same stuff kicked off Just Dance 2019. I know this is something that you probably absolutely loved. I've never played these games, uh, so I don't have anything, you know, there's nothing in them for me, but what did you think? This, uh, so this opening, they opened the entire press conference by having a live marching band with all of the characters, like this panda bear, like all the people in their outfits, like coming like outside, inside, breakdancing, announcing the game, I was smitten. It's only gonna be $39.99. My favorite part about this game is that it's coming out on Switch, Wii U, and the Wii. What? Mm-hmm. In wow. October. Yeah. Because it. No, this, this, here's what's interesting is people laugh at this game. I can guarantee that this is one of their highest selling franchises ever. I loved the intro, but like I said, I've never played them. I've never been into any of like the dance games, but the, the way they kicked it off, I thought that's a good way to start, even though it's kind of weird. But it gets people moving. It gets sort of some energy pumping through the, the conference. It, it was cool. It was a lot of bright colors. It was a great way to kick it off. Yeah, it was good. They also announced Trials Rising comes to Switch. And it's funny. I was watching the trailer for Trials and them talk about it. I'm like, eh, okay, it's a, you know, whatever it is. But then they're like, oh, and it's coming on the Switch. For some reason in my mind, that switches my thinking where I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I would get that then because I just always want to be using my Switch. Mm -hmm. And so if any games coming out, even I mean, you see it now, games are being ported to the Switch and it's kind of making people come back to the game because they love just being on the Switch so much. So Trial Rising was a perfect example of that where I was not interested in it. And then when they mentioned it was going to be on the Switch, I'm like, oh, I, I would maybe consider picking that up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. So a little bit of Mario Rabbids, real awkward uh, thanks going all around. Some Donkey Kong Adventure is going to be launching on the 26th. I liked the music. I kind of thought that was really, it sounded pretty good. I liked they did like this little orchestral garage band type thing over the trailer itself. I thought it sounded really cool. And it kind of, again, I liked anytime there's any movement and motion and energy being pumped into the conference. Um, I don't love... I'm not a huge Donkey Kong guy, yeah. so I don't. I'm not super excited about this expansion for Mario Rabbids, but uh, I I know a lot of people will be. I think I I was like maybe I'll buy it if it's a whole adventure. It seems way bigger than I originally thought. They is having dedicated so much time to just Mario and Rabbids and the Donkey Kong Adventure. It was a good ten minutes of the conference. I go. 
if Ubisoft is investing this much time, it must have been a really great success. And maybe I should really maybe think about picking this up. So it comes out if I didn't buy the season pass or else it would be out on my birthday. But maybe I'll pick it up as a late birthday present. I, I thought it was just going to be like Donkey Kong coming in as a playable character. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it seems much, much larger than that now. Uh, so this one was sort of a shock to everybody that was watching Starlink battle for Atlas came on and it was just kind of, it, it has a very similar to like no man's sky feel to me when I was watching like, Oh, it's exploration and kind of looks sort of in like similar. And then all of a sudden you start seeing the star Fox logo and you realize he's going to be in this game. Fox is there. Fox Boom. is in. Did you buy it already? Are you what are what are you thinking on this one? I did pre-order it already. <laughs> oh correct. nice. So nice. the so the cool thing about this game is I didn't know much about it. I believe that they already announced it and they talked about this interesting hybrid controller. Like they they're selling it with this starter kit. It kind of reminds me of the Skylanders or Amiibos. It where you where you kind of have the spaceship and you can make attachments and then adjust your spaceship in real time. It's very interesting. But the Switch version comes with like a Fox McCloud and like all of his stuff. I was like, who doesn't want that just alone? And the mm-hmm. starter kit's only thirty four or seventy seventy four ninety nine. And after the gamer pass, it's down to like fifty bucks for the game and the thing. I go, that's pretty cool because the game looks beautiful and it comes out in October, which seems like a down month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my favorite part though is that you can tell that that Ubisoft has a really great relationship with Nintendo because. Yet again, Miyamoto shows up at an Ubisoft press conference. <laughs> it would it was funny because it was like he was just there watching and they were like, Oh, there you there are. Is. Why don't you come on up? <laughs> it was great. He's <laughs> like, it was oh, awkward because hey. nobody understands each other. And so they're yeah. just kind of like shaking and, and like nodding to each other. <laughs> it was yeah. it was kind of funny and sweet and awkward all rolled into one. I, I need a little bit more. I'm I'm not ready to just say, okay, I'm in on this. It does sound interesting. I'm always excited about figuring out new ways to play games like um uh what the hell is the cardboard thing? Amiibo. It, yeah. No, Labo. Labo that that's something where that wasn't necessarily for me but I love it I'm I'm all for it and I just as long as this doesn't seem like sort of a money grab and is genuinely like yeah this is really cool I can collect these these things and then I can make that impact my game and I I'm in on that I I like the idea of it I just need a little bit more information yeah I I just said why not and yeah and just went for it but I agree with you I'm a little skeptical of it uh, and I would like to see what happens as it gets closer. The nice thing is just because I pre-order it doesn't mean that I uh, can't return it. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or it could be a huge hit. You may always be able to just get rid of it, you know. Uh, and then the last conference we can mention that has a few other Nintendo announcements in it was EA. They had a lot of FIFA information. So FIFA 2019 will be up and coming. And FIFA 2018, I believe, is out now. Uh, and there's no free mode on the Switch. Yeah, they announced the wor- that World Cup was coming, and that's available. But then they go, there's a free mode on every single console besides Switch. <laughs> so I go, what the heck? Yeah, I don't exactly. know what happened. It was kind of like a free trial type thing. Uh, I didn't pick up FIFA 2018. I do like soccer games, but I just, you know, what it comes out every year. So it's like, whatever. But it's cool that FIFA 2018 did get an update. However... 
there's nothing else. Like there was nothing else at EA. They confirmed that there's no Madden this year. There's nothing else. I mean, I guess FIFA sold enough that it is good, but kind of sad to see EA not really making the investment in anything because they showed off some really cool indie type looking games like unraveled uh two i think and i was like it's a perfect fit this is like a perfect fit for the switch and no 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 yeah no i agree i think their indie stuff was their strength um no nothing for sims which would be a great you know way to put that onto the switch not and like nothing like that at all so I don't know. Maybe in the future we'll see some some more EA. I, I, we're going to talk about some of the conferences later on, but I don't think EA really hit the hit it out of the park for anybody. From what I've been reading, uh, I think they were kind of kind of a letdown. It's Nintendo time. We made it. So this conference, before we get listing everything, I it started off very different than any Nintendo directs that I remember in the past. Did you get that yeah. feeling? It there was no puppets. <laughs> there was like, which I'm okay with. I didn't love the puppet thing. That gets a, that's we've talked about that before. That's a little too. That's when when somebody says, "Oh, that's very Nintendo." That's what what I associate. This felt more like, no, we're taking the Switch as a very serious gaming machine, and we're throwing music and and a lot of motion at you right off the bat. Yeah, I was really intrigued by this opening. I. Uh, th- there was an opening before Reggie came out. So there's two games and then Reggie came out to talk about stuff, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. However, the format, they usually do this really cool uh, like roulette wheel almost where this is what's coming next. This is what you just saw. And it would say like exclusive or coming out on this date or kind of make you guess of what they're going to talk about next. And it didn't have that formula to it. It was just kind of very rapid fire until the very end, which was just a nonstop uh, spew of information. Mm-hmm. But I was a little bit sad that they didn't spend just a little bit more time on some of these uh, titles because the first one that came out, I was like, what is that thing? I, I'm like, there's this huge mech. It looks like these mechs are fighting in the air and then they have huge swords. And I go, whoa, this game looks really not what I was expecting them to come out with. In fact, last year they kicked it off with Xenoblade Chronicles uh and i was like wow what what the heck you know and this is crazy this is something different and wasn't expecting it and uh yeah there's this mech game they finish it uh it's damon damon x mashima from marvelous entertainment i think it looked really Mm -hmm. cool and it comes out 2019 but i didn't know anything about it i don't even know if there's any information on it at all yeah that was that was kind of it that's that's they kind of went you know way through everything they did so you hit you hit the mech game that they talked about. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has an expansion that's coming out for that. That's going to be in September of this year. Mm-hmm. Then they briefly touched Pokemon Let's Go, which I was happy when I when they first started talking about Pokemon. I was kind of like, oh, no. Is this all we're going to hear about? Well, hold on. So that's when Reggie came out. So they did those two. And then Reggie comes out and he's like, hey, the Switch is amazing. It's so good. People play it everywhere. I'm Reggie. All about being in this house. Look at me pick up the switch. And then then and he was like, Yeah, let's go. And and the, we were texting back and forth and he goes, um, uh, you were like very worried. You're like, oh gosh. Oh no. Oh no. And I go, Don't worry, hold on. I think I think it's just a recap. I think it's just a recap. And that's all it was, right? I mean Fantastic the way they handled it. Yeah. Okay, good. you I thought you as long as as long as Reggie made you happy, that's all I care about. No, yeah. No, that's all it wanted because I was very concerned that we were gonna get 
20 minutes of that it said we got 20 minutes of something else but i was really worried we we're gonna get 20 minutes of just more pokemon after we already kind of got hit over the head with that so they quickly hit pokemon let's go talked about the the, the release date talked about the price boom talked about the pokeball plus the mew that's going to be in each one boom done then they got into Super Mario Party, which I thought looked really fun. I believe it's four players. They didn't say anything about that. I don't know if anything came up in the treehouse when they were talking, but everything showed four people playing. So that's my guess. It does allow for multi-switch support. So you can actually, I don't know about combine, but you can use two switches. I don't know if it's more, but two switches together to create sort of a, a, a board game on the table and then play each other that way, which I think is really, really interesting. And that this comes out October 5th. I think I'm going to pick this one up. This to me was interesting because I, I, I agree that with you, just your statement right there. I think I'm going to pick this up. And I've never said that in the last three years about a, a Mario Party game, to be honest me with either. you. And this looks like a very fun game that Heather and I could play or I could bring my switch over my friends and the coolest part here is they kind of did that labo thing where they're like hey look what happens if you just put these two switches together and if you didn't catch it this was the coolest thing it kind of takes the best of the handheld realm and the desktop kind of in the television mode because they had the two switches and they kind of connected them together and they had this tank game and the, the tanks could go across the switches like it made a bigger battlefield or you had me and you were playing against each other, but you don't need to see what I'm entering or playing, then you, the switches are back to back. So I was like, well, that's really clever. I'm thinking like a old battleship or something like that, yeah. you know, playing that game yeah. where you don't want them to see your moves. I loved it. That to me was was very cool. And then it also comes out in October. So I was like, oh, it's not that far away. And I just need to find some friends. I just need to find some friends. <laughs> I, I was just thinking the same thing. If I only I knew three other people <laughs> that would want to play, there is right. no sadder Mario Party than a single person Mario Party. <laughs> I only, if I only had friends, it's like playing I, Monopoly by myself against the computer. <laughs> not okay. If only I had friends. So everybody should be happy. They did announce another Fire Emblem. That would be coming out spring 2019. Whoop, whoop. And I want to say... That trailer was, for me, amazing. This is the Fire Emblem game that they announced last year. And they're like, it's here. It's called like Three Houses or something. Three something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm blown away. I'm all about it. It looks right up my alley. Uh, I love it. I'm in. I may be done with Battle Chasers by then, so this would be a perfect timing to get. <laughs> uh, another game that came out today, this had been rumored for, it seems like, months, Fortnite. Fortnite finally has come out on the Switch. It's better late than never, I say. I'm excited. You and I both downloaded it. We both played it. I did have some connection issues early on, but those seem to be ironed out. I'm assuming just everybody just jumped on right, out, right off the bat. Um, they do have some interesting news. I know you and I have kind of discussed chat and how that can, how that works for you know Splatoon and some other things. The they, they seem to have found a workaround because they're not using the app. So on Thursday morning, I, I guess there's going to be an update. I don't. They say it, it turns on. I don't know how that works, but um, all you essentially need is headphones with a microphone built in, and you just plug it into the headphone jack on the switch, and you have chat. <laughs> I like that. This this seems up my alley. And we talked about Astro last week with some new headsets. I'm curious if they're doing some wireless audio thing. I mean, it's crazy, right? Like all of this talk about the app 
and how, oh my God, it's garbage. And, you know, how are people going to... And, and Fortnite's just like, oh, yeah, no, we're just going to use the headphone jack and you just literally plug it in and it works and it's great. <laughs> yeah, just do that. You know, yeah, like, just, well, I don't know why everybody has to do with that. Like you would expect. Now, I would say that that does become problematic if it's hooked up to the television and it's far away from you. But uh, yeah, and, and I will say, additionally, they, they reconfirmed this in the treehouse uh, that went on afterwards and they said that. Uh, they'll be updating it. They update it all the time. This is like how Fortnite works. All the things are there, all the the packs, the season pass packs or whatever that you can get. Uh, and it's they're like, it's Fortnite. They also confirm that there will be updates and they're going to be adding some Switch-specific capabilities such as touchscreen support. So that's huge. Yeah, because I was noticing that because um, I kept trying to touch things on my screen. I'm like, oh, it's weird that that's not built in. So that's I'm happy to hear that. I'm also interested in see if they will work with the motion controls to make it so that that's going to elevate the competition, you know, because that's one of the big things people always say, oh, console's way behind PC because you mouse, you have more, you can move quicker, you can do all these things faster than somebody that's got a controller. But with Splatoon or with this, if you build in the motion controls, now you can kind of, you, you, maybe not equal, but you're definitely closer to what a PC player is doing. And because this has, you know, cross-platform, that may be a really interesting thing to have. One other thing that's a concern that I think we should maybe mention is that people that originally played Fortnite on their PlayStation are having a lot or all the trouble of trying to connect their Epic account through their Switch. It will not allow it. It actually comes up with a message that says login failed. And it's like this sort of passive aggressive thing from Epic that says, this Fortnite account is associated with a platform which does not allow it to operate on Switch. Neither Fortnite website nor Epic customer service are able to change this. To play Fortnite on Switch, please create a new account. So it's basically saying Sony's not allowing this to happen make a whole nother one wow i wonder if that happened if you had an xbox and you linked no, it because i play on xbox it is not an issue do you have it linked to playstation though too i don't have i don't have a playstation i don't have a ps4 oh. so i i don't play through my playstation and i did read on some comments that people had the same issue if they if they logged it if they connected it to their playstation first they can't connect it to anything else whether it's an Xbox or a Switch or anything. This is classic Sony because Sony's very anti-crossplay. So the the rep confirmed that that this Nintendo Switch game gives you full crossplay support with PC, Mac, and Xbox and your Switch together. So it is fully fully cross-platform or fully crossplay except for Sony. And um everyone has that issue and Sony just won't give it up for some reason. Uh, the same thing happened with uh, Rocket League. Now, I had never played Fortnite ever in my life. Uh, I never really watched any videos. I had no. I still have no idea what I'm doing. I found a gun. Uh, finally, <laughs> I don't know if that carries over to the next game, but I have. Nope, that's <laughs> no. it. Oh gosh, gotta find games. a new one now. <laughs> I gotta find a new one. Uh, so I did play one game. I we came in fifth. I walked around for about 20 minutes by myself, and then someone shot me, and I died, and that was game over. But pro tip is, I actually went onto the Fortnite website created a new account. I logged in with my Gmail account. I figure that's easy enough. I used that for everything. And then there's a very simple link to switch. When you say link to switch, uh, Nintendo switch, it will then bring you to the Nintendo page. You, you log, you log in, it links it. And when you boot up Fortnite, it will just say, Hey, 
do you want us to have access to your Nintendo account? Boom, and everything works gracefully. I didn't have to sign up anything. I didn't have to enter any words or do anything. Um, no passwords or anything. Boom, it worked. I was like, wow, this is how it, this is how it should work. You know, if you're doing this other non-third-party support, I was very impressed. Yeah, that I had the same thing. I, I did it through my Switch because I already had an Epic account. Um, pl- plugged it in, same thing. Popped up, boom, everything's linked. I got an email. Hey, everything's just letting you know. Everything's linked yeah. up now. Oh, awesome, awesome. So, yeah, I, I don't know why Sony's got that sort of issue. They need to stop because they want to keep saying how they're for the gamers. Um, but you're you're kind of screwing people over here. You're making it a bad experience for people. Yeah, I don't I don't quite understand. And now I need, just need to go figure out how to play this game. Uh, and maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll have to jump on together. We'll jump on together. OK, yeah, I'd like to see how that works, because especially when next week when I'm back home, uh, I'm on the road currently, but when I'm back home and I have a headset, I do have some with a microphone built in, and we'll see how that goes. So, Absolutely. Yeah, something cool that they did. Finally, do remember we said, give us a Nindy highlight, and they gave us a Nindy highlight, Michael. They highlighted three games, specifically. Overcooked 2, which was world premiere. Uh, I think that was world premiere. I was, I'm going to say it's a world premiere. It doesn't matter. Uh, that comes out on August 7th. They then announced Killer Queen Black, which is interesting because this was on that leak. However, I will say I do know about this game because in my local arcade, Attaball in Seattle, Washington, they have the Killer Queen arcade machine, which is four players and it is intense. It's kind of deathmatch, bananas, ridiculousness. uh, And you can, it's got some like B elements. It's very cool. And this comes out later this year. I don't know if it actually excites me because I don't play a lot of couch co-op, but I could see if you were into Towerfall, for instance, how you could be into into Killer Queen Black. And the last game, which we mentioned earlier, is this beautiful action-adventure platformer, Hollow Knight, not as in uh, a knight outside, but as in a knight with a shield, uh, and that's out today. Includes all the previous DLC. That one's beautiful. I I think that would be another one for me that I'm really it's it's going on the wish list and will be picked up shortly. Another game I'm super super excited for and is one of my must haves for Nintendo anyway is Octopath Traveler. We will get another demo of this game on the 14th. It's going to be released on July 13th. Uh, it's an exclusive for Nintendo, which I always think is great, and it just if you if you're a fan of any classic you know jrpgs you will love this game a very interesting art style you get to pick one of i think six eight excuse me eight because it's octopath i'm assuming one of eight different players um so you know it's like a knight or different like those kind of roles and each one's story is different so it's not like you're all playing the same game when you where whoever you pick that changes that person's story it is a must-have for me i i'm gonna i'm gonna i've played the first demo i'm definitely jumping on the second one when it comes out so i'm i'm really excited then they came out Reggie comes out he's talking again from the beautiful house that he was in and they did like this rapid fire trailer I think it was maybe two minutes long but it had so many games I literally had to play the video and pause every time to catch all the different games and we're gonna just list through those really quickly and I think a lot of them are ports just to be fair I don't think they're like you know new to Nintendo they're 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 ports there's something people have been seeing for a while so 
here we go. So Starlink Battle for Atlas, we already mentioned, that comes out October 16th. Arena of Valor, which is a mobile port that's going to be fall 2018. Minecraft Update, which is the Bedrock Update, will be coming out June 21st. This allows for cross-play and uh, realms and things like that so that you're on the same page as Xbox and uh, Windows 10. That one was confusing because it's already out it's already out so i wasn't sure so that makes yeah sense. you kind of had to know what they were talking because they did they just showed minecraft but i know that's what they Got were it. talking about it. but it was a very weird like i said it was up for two seconds so they probably figure out oh, that is good enough uh so sushi strikers which is out now and i i finally got around to play in that demo it is ridiculous the you. story is so over the top like Pretty it's great. ridiculous yeah. yeah it is it is very good uh, Mario Rabbids Donkey Kong Adventure DLC, June 26. Pixark, Fall 2018. Just Dance 2019 will be coming out October 23rd of 2018. Uh, Dragon Fighter Z 2018. Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion, Summer 2018. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, July 13th. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, June 29th. Ninjala Spring 2019 carcassonne <laughs> i don't know i'm just i figure if i throw that name out with confidence that's correct that's it is car- car- that's what people are gonna it assume. is carcassonne holiday 2018 it is it is that is correct you did it you did it oh right. nice yeah. i nailed it nice fifa 18 is available now fifa 19 is going to be september 28th Arc Survival Evolved is going to be fall 2018 i'm kind of excited for that one wasteland 2 is going to be fall 2018 Paladins, obviously that's available now. Fallout Shelter, available now. Dark Souls, summer 2018. SNK Heroines, September 7th. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, another game title off of that leaked list, August 28th. Wolfenstein 2 is going to be June 29th. The World Ends With You is fall 2018. Mega Man 11 is October 2nd. And Mario Tennis Aces, June 22nd. Oh, oh, gosh. You made it. Yeah, so for me on this list, I mean, so this was crazy to me because it was all rapid fire. I couldn't type fast enough to jot down everything in my mind, and it was just bop, 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 bop. And I guess that's cool, but also not cool because it's, it's not enough time for me to you know take it in because, like, oh, for me, I was like, oh, Carcassonne, that's really cool. And then I was like, oh, I want to see. Oh, it's over. Uh, you know, uh, the, <laughs> the arc. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, arc is making. I know a lot of people. Oh, it's over. And then I miss Dark Souls. I didn't even know the Dark Souls. I know it was coming out, the remake or whatever. But I was like, oh, that's cool. And then Monster Hunter. I was like, oh, you're not going to talk. Oh, okay, it's over. So uh, to me, it was nice. But you, of course, had to know about these overall where... Uh, like the world ends with you like is a great game that came out on the ds systems a long time ago i own it they're remaking it i was like well that's cool but you know it was already announced so it's like you know i guess it was hard because i would rather them do them in a specific order like these you already know about and then here are some things that you don't know about like i didn't know about carcassonne or ninjala or uh i didn't know about dragon Ball fighter z or drag whatever it is and i didn't know about uh, Ark or Wasteland 2 or, or even Paladins, you know, technically. Uh, so to me, that was kind of the miss. I thought this was a missed opportunity to highlight some of those games or have one more big POW title in there. Oh, I totally agree. When I was going through all of the different trailers, all I kept thinking was like, man, this is I, I missed 
And, and we watched this. We watched this together and we're trying to type and we're trying to tweet. And I missed m- several of these that I didn't even know were there because they were on so fast and they were trying to get to their big announcement. And I just think that they should have given it a beat and just kind of spent some time. So there we go. The, you know, we're, we're, speaking of spending some time, we're done with yeah, that. Because, <laughs> we're moving on to the big yeah, announcement. Yeah, what do you know? Reggie goes away and our good friend Sakurai comes out, who he's alive. Uh, you know, Sakurai, who nearly died making the last Smash Brothers game, uh, is back because the game nearly killed him. I'm pretty sure he was quoted at that. Uh, he comes out and he's, you know, I'm like, oh, oh my goodness, it's Sakurai. And he's there. I'm like, oh, this is great. And uh, we're going to learn about Smash Brothers. So we learned about Smash Brothers for 20 minutes. Yeah, boy, did we. I mean, I thought that this whole thing was on fire. And then we got to Smash Brothers. And for the first five, 10 minutes of Smash Brothers, I was like, yes, this is amazing. Yeah. For the 15 to 20, 25 minutes, I was like, okay. So let's run through it. What We, we got a lot of information what are some of the big takeaways for this new Smash Brothers? Deal? So to me, oh, it's called Smash Brothers Ultimate, and mm-hmm. how how they did it was very interesting. Uh, Sakurai first came out and he said, "I want to show you all, like not even talk about Smash Brothers Ultimate. I want to show you all the characters that have ever been in a Smash Brothers game, and I'm going to put the number of when they were introduced." But I'm not going to do them in that order. I'm going to do them in a random order, which I was like, okay. Uh, there's some rationale. And then he goes, every single character is in the game. All of them. All of them are in there. I go, that's cool. I mean, that that seems good. I like characters. Um, they're all in there. But then he went a little bit further, and this is what kind of uh, kind of got me. He decided to go through every single character in the game and do a change log of of what was new for that character. This was a little bit a little bit much for me. <laughs> I, I felt like that could have been a treehouse thing. Yeah. Like that did not need to be in the E3 direct. Yes. So like you said, they're all the characters. That includes anybody for DLC. That includes anybody that was even just a one-off fighter that kind of made an appearance. Yep. They are all in this game. They're all there. On top of that, we now have two additional players. We have the Inklings, both a boy and a girl. And then we have Ridley, which is the boss from Metroid. A big fan favorite is now making his slash her appearance. I don't know if it's a, a, a male or female Ridley, but it's making its appearance into Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's huge because this was rumored that it was impossible to do just the sheer scale of Ridley and how it would work. Uh, I'm more excited for the Inklings, to be honest with you, because they showed off all how the Inklings work, and they also announced that the eight-player is back. I don't know if that needs multiple switches or or you need multiple 8,000 Joy-Cons, but I will say that was really exciting for me uh, because they have eight different like eight different colors of ink that you can pick from, and they showed an eight-player match of all inklings and it was glorious it was amazing (laughs) (laughs) well maybe you don't need all joy cons because they also mentioned that the gamecube controller adapter is supported so if you are one of those people that has to play with a gamecube controller even though for me personally i think the pro controller is one of the best controllers i've ever used if you need to play with the gamecube controller you have that option in 
ultimate. And I don't know how they're doing this. I have a bunch of GameCube controllers. Uh, I don't know if they're releasing a new version or an adapt. I mean, where's it going to plug into? Is it USB or I'm confused. You guess as good as mine. I have no idea. I'm thinking it's a USB into the dock and then you plug your controllers into that. But I I don't know. I have no idea. I I didn't see anything that covered that yet. So my my next favorite part is that not only did uh, Sakurai decide to go through every single character, he also then was like, hey... There's more. He, he decided to go through every single assist trophy. And he's like, here's all of the assist trophies. And here's how all of them work. And then he goes, but wait, there's more. Let me tell you about every stage in the game. And I'm like, what, what is he doing? Stop talking already. Uh, I get it. I'm going to buy yeah, it. Exactly. I was like, what is happening? He sold me. <laughs> One other good thing about it. When it's docked that the game will be 1080p. And then when it's undocked and it's in handheld, it'll be 720 and both run at 60 frames per second, which I think is great. Pretty good. I think that's that's great. That's how uh, Legend of Zelda works. So I'm pretty excited about that. And that makes total sense. That's how a lot of games are doing it. And you don't need the 1080p down at that resolution, you know, when it's so small anyways. I'd rather have the 60 FIPS than the 1080p, especially when you're playing a game such as this. I will say uh, even so this whole part, this whole thing goes for 20 minutes i mean the detail on all the characters this was different because there was a lot of other press conferences but this to me even though it was long it was still really interesting but they missed out on the net new this was the fail this is the fail of the nintendo nintendo's glorious pressers that they they missed out on the new the new player that just got a switch and has never played Smash Brothers before. Because those people exist. Like those gamers exist. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was good. And then it just kind of went a little long uh, at the end. And I think that that was kind of my, I was like, oh, so close. You know, that was my little oomph that they could have got it there. Uh, they did end. Uh, and I was there watching with a coworker and they go available. Like they did like new challenge or, you know, you know, challenger. And uh, it goes available. And I was like, they're going to say today. They're going to say today. Oh, my God. Oh, and I'm like freaking out. And then it's like December 7th. I was so aggravated with the way they did the the uh, like release date because it absolutely built up. It was like available. Doom. Dude, like it kept getting more and more amped up. And I'm like, tomorrow, today. Oh my goodness, it's happening like within like immediately. And then they give a date that's two months past what everybody was assuming it was gonna be. I was just like, are you why did you build it up that way? Why did you make it seem like that's good? December 7th? Are you kidding me? The game is done. People are playing it probably like right now. <laughs> why why are we waiting so yeah. long? And and it was crazy because that's how it ended. So over, right? And so it was about 45 minutes long and 20 minutes of that was just smash brothers, you know, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about our feelings on it, but what was really even more intriguing. I, did you watch a lot of the Treehouse afterwards? I watched a bunch of it. Yeah. They went immediately into smash brothers <laughs> <laughs> for an hour, for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, very different than last year's Treehouse where they did different games. And maybe tomorrow will be different. They're going to do different stuff. Who knows? Uh, you know, when th- this will be out already for, for day two on the 13th. 
So I'm intrigued to see what happens. They ended up playing, I think, three, maybe two or three hours of Smash Brothers afterwards. It looks great. But, you know, what they didn't in the 20 minutes, they didn't talk about the single player. They didn't talk about the online. They didn't talk about other stuff. So I'm interested to see if more details will emerge. Uh, but I'm already going to buy it. They didn't even need, they could just said they could have had a slide that says Smash Brothers Unlimited, December 7th, 2018 pre-ordered today and i would have pre-ordered it that's all i needed it should have been yes and i think this is a perfect segue into our next topic but i i think that smash brothers should have been maybe a 10 maybe 15 tops by then everybody was already sold they already wanted it you did not need to get into the you know uh, trophies and like levels and all that's all treehouse that could have all been covered 10 minutes you sold everybody so i guess that's where i'll ask you from everything we saw at E3 for Nintendo, what are some of your thoughts? What was missing uh, from this E3 that kind of surprised you? Were there standouts where you kind of, you know, they spent 25 minutes talking about, you know, Smash Brothers. What could have been filled in a little? To me, the the one, the few things that I thought, so the the wins, I thought that there was a lot of great games, a lot of great support. I was surprised by Super Mario Party, pleasantly surprised by Super Mario Party and this Mashima game. Um, and to me, I think the loss was that last year they announced some games and this year they did show some of those games like Fire Emblem. And I think that there was a miss there to just spend a little bit more time on Fire Emblem, for instance, spend a little bit more time on Fortnite and talk about how great that was. Or spend a little bit more time on literally any of the games on the trailers. To me, the biggest thing of the Nintendo was that I read I read a title and it, it encompassed it like Nintendo blows us away, but one leaves us wanting more. Like there was, you know, there's a lot of games that we had talked about that we wanted, and to for me, the thing that is kind of let me down is I wish that they would have shown, I want to say Metroid, but you know, I understand that maybe it just wasn't ready, but I wanted one more game. I just wanted one more glimpse. And maybe that is Metroid for the logo. And then it says 2019. Oh, okay. Boom. I'm like, good. Right. At that point I go, Oh, it's, and that's it. I, nothing else that would have, I would have been good. I just wanted that little, oomph. and then that's it. I was sad that there wasn't an Animal Crossing. I There's no updates on some other games. That's all I needed. So, so that's why I'm talking about it was just that tiny miss that I think Smash Brothers was a little bit long, but the bigger miss was I just wanted that little one more thing, and it didn't It didn't happen. I thought it was going to happen, and then it didn't happen. Here's a few of the thoughts that I have for what was missing that I think they could have added. I do think I get that Metroid 4 might not be anywhere near done. I don't think anybody even thinks it is, but it's got to be a lot closer than a logo, right? Like it's got to be something that you, even if it's like a rough thing where just it's, it's a behind the scenes and maybe you go to the office and there's a statue like of the armor and then they're like, and here's what we're doing. And it's like wireframes and stuff. It's in the works. People stay excited. It's happening. Like you didn't give us anything on Metroid Four. the game. People have been wanting for so long. And then they asked Bill, uh, Trinan, who's like the rep, for nintendo i think and he goes i think the main thing is as people have probably realized by now we show things that we think we're ready to show them and when we think we're ready to show metroid prime we'll show metroid prime 
which is such a dick comment. Like you could, I get that it's not dumb, but you could have definitely shown something. And I don't think anybody needed a full cinematic trailer. I don't think anybody needed full gameplay footage. I think in the works, right? Same thing with Yoshi. Yoshi, Yoshi, they had a great trailer of it, at least the last time. Where's that? How is that not anywhere near done? On top of that, which is kind of concerning, is on the Nintendo.com site, the date has moved from 2018 to 2019. So it's kind of like, all right, what is going on with this game? Now you're starting to make people question you because not only are you showing gameplay footage apparently from last year, but now you can't even show that and the date got pushed. I would have loved just another teaser of Pokemon 2019, but that wasn't that important to me. But, you know, it could have been nice. I do think Spyro would have been nice, but it has been quoted that there is no plans for that yet or they just can't talk about it. Um, nothing on Star Fox other than through the other game, which I thought was kind of a surprise. Everybody wants Animal Crossing. Not me, because I don't really like that game, but it's a huge, huge fan favorite and people really want it. Nothing even alluded to. And then, and then there was a lot of rumors about a Netflix YouTube app coming just like Hulu did. I don't know if how how true that is. I don't know if that's really in the works, but I feel like that's another thing where they could that could have been literally a thirty second to a minute thing, taken away from the levels of Smash Brothers, where it's like, oh, we want this to be sort of a go to. We love having the Switch in your hands at all times. It to help with that. Here's you know you can watch some of your favorite shows now too. I just think there was a lot of those weird things that were missing that could have really, you know just push this over the edge if people just saw any of those on addition to what we saw with smash brothers this would have easily everybody's number one and we didn't hear anything about a virtual console or other downloadable titles or even the what games were going to be in the online service in my my buddy my buddy jesse he he said uh and i like this quote because he lists a bunch of games too he goes he goes i just wanted like one more b level game like and that's how he says b levels these are great games he goes Give me a Pikmin. Give me a Luigi's Mansion. Give me a Mario what? RPG. Give me a Kid Icarus. Give me a 2D Zelda. Maybe a Portal Wind Waker. Pilot Wings. He goes, how about Excite Bike Battle Royale? He's like, heck, I'll even take Nintendogs. I will take anything. Give me something, you know. Totally uh, agree. Yeah, and and that's the thing is Mario Party was cool, but then these games have that extra oomph as as a... For some reason, it's like a level up from the Mario Party. Like Mario Party is like a like a C C B. I don't. I mean, everyone's gonna hate me because that Mario Party is a, a different level. But it's a great game. But it's just that extra oomph, and I think that's what it was. There should have been something that was a that was a fail on Nintendo's part. Um, so I guess we just have to keep an eye out. So that was E three. That was it. We've been we've been building up to this for it seems like months. Um, to take us out, what are some of your final, this doesn't have to be just Nintendo specific, but what are some of your final thoughts? Maybe some games you're interested in, and then maybe we can rank, because uh, I think you and I watch pretty much all of the, the conferences. Maybe we can rank some of them, or at least a, a couple of the big ones, and say, you know, where we think things fell. But do you have any games other outside of Nintendo that you're really excited about? Yeah, for me, I, I really got excited for the new forza horizons game uh, on the xbox Mm -hmm. it really seemed awesome like it's this huge open world kind of seasons pass the vehicles looked uh, uh, astonishing i haven't played a forza game in a while but that really excited me 
uh, nothing excited me at the Sony press conference. I don't, oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man impressed me. The new Spider-Man for PlayStation. I don't own a PlayStation, but that looked quite excellent. It looked like a uh, Batman Arkham Asylum Spider-Man game, and that is perfectly okay with me. Uh, we'll never get it because Sony has some weird licensing access to spider-man for some reason i believe uh quote me if i'm wrong the internet the new doom game that excites me if it ever comes out i'm thinking of reasons to turn back on my xbox i think sure both of us we both have xbox so the new cyberpunk game i was waiting for that for a long time from uh red what is their name Uh, they do the witcher games um they the cyberpunk they released a trailer and i like how they ended the xbox conference so for me that was really interesting. I thought it was really cool. I don't know if I'll play it, but the whole envisioning of this 2077 Blade Runner type game uh, really it really seemed cool to me, and the, the trailer was uh, astonishing. So there was there's quite a few. I think a lot of mine obviously leaned towards Xbox and Nintendo because. I don't have a PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, the the conference Spider Man for Sony I thought looked really interesting. Last of Us would be a great one if it, if I did have a PlayStation. And then the um, Halo and uh, Infinite Fallout seventy six. I'm super excited for We Happy Few. Every time I see anything about it, the game looks creepier and more like right up my alley. I loved Bioshock. I loved. Uh, some of the games like that soma was a great game and they all kind of have that similar vibe to them the new tomb raider but i think the one that takes it for me out of all of the games i've seen is the new cyberpunk 2077 i was just reading an article on like some of the what is known about this game now and it just sounds phenomenal so i am super super excited for that game that that i think is my big one and then maybe we happy few will be uh the second in line Smash Brothers is a big one, but I but that one just seems like that's the one I'm I'm most excited about. If I look at these, I mean these are like kind of outside Nintendo. I mean that that definitely is true. I'm a Kickstarter backer of We Happy Few, so I've been excited oh, nice. that they have a release date, which is sometime this year, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean to me the game that kind of impressed me the most on the Nintendo side. Mm, is I think is the Fire Emblem game. I was just so happy to see it, and surprisingly, maybe Super Mario Party, which is really weird for me to say. But uh, and I'm happy that I'll finally get to play Fortnite and get my butt whooped nonstop. So <laughs> that's cool. Uh, yeah, sweet. You want to do a quick uh, review or rank of some of the conferences? So you know, Microsoft, Devolver, any of the other ones that you kind of. What, what do you lean? Anybody have an A in your mind? Uh, Micro- Microsoft crushed it. I was very, I work for Microsoft, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> Just but that's not the reason. I think that this was a pivotal year for the Xbox team. They needed to come out swinging to say, hey, we are here and we care about exclusive games that you're going to want. And they did so with, fi- they showed 50 games, 15 exclusive titles, uh, 15 world premieres, and they also acquired five game studios. So that's pretty yeah, good. way huge. to do it. That's a way to buy it. To me, that was my top. Uh, it had a good pacing. It wasn't cheesy. It was good. I think the Ubisoft one was high quality uh, on there. And then I think after that comes to Nintendo. So I believe I kind of go Microsoft, Nintendo, Ubisoft, just because Nintendo showed me more games that I care about personally. Just I do love Nintendo. I do love Smash Brothers uh, on there. Um, EA 
throw away. Bethesda, really cool, but again, I don't play a lot of Bethesda games, unfortunately, unless they come to the Switch. Square Enix, throw away. Sony, throw away. And I didn't watch the Devolver Digital or PC gaming one. That's, that's kind of my ranking there. I think Microsoft, Nintendo, slash Ubisoft, and then others fall through. I'm going to put them in, like, I guess, three categories. So you, got, you figure your top, middle, and bottom. I think... Microsoft and despite Nintendo going along, I'm I'm very happy with a lot of what I saw. So to me, Microsoft and Nintendo are sort of in the top. Then a very high middle is Bethesda, and uh, some of what I saw of Ubisoft it was was pretty good. Devolver, EA, Sony were on the bottom for me. Sony, I like what they have as far as games. They they kind of focus on quality, but it was such an awkward, terrible conference. And I'm voting on conference, not on games. It was yeah. such a bad conference and oh, felt yeah. clunky that I just can't. I It had to be a bottom. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, if I was to do it, yeah, based on everything, I still put it in a very similar order because I, I was much more entertained and more impressed with the Nintendo 40 Minutes than I was with the the Sony one or the Square Enix or that's why maybe Ubi I think was a little bit more exciting I think they as far as like the opening and stuff because it was live right where Nintendo's wasn't live so it's kind of hard to judge those uh so that's why I put those kind of in the same category because how I look at them because the games are much more exciting and having Sakurai there was really exciting to me I don't know I'm, I'm really disappointed and I, I do I think Sony had great games had really cool games but at the same time I don't know. Didn't do it for me. To I guess to wrap us up, right? What are we playing? Oh man. Uh well I am, like I said, getting my butt whooped in in uh in Fortnite. I have officially beaten the uh Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. I'm going through it a second time. It's very, 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 very good. Everyone should own that game. I also picked up Bleed 2. This is a I believe someone's calling it a Twitch, not like twitch.tv, but a Twitch game. It was $5 on sale, and I heard that Bleed 2 is better than Bleed 1. Uh, so it is a very interesting, high-paced, twin-stick shooter slasher. You can beat the game in like 45 minutes, uh, and it's all about like kind of speed running it, going through it fast. Uh, it was cool. I played through it a few more times, but the controls are very strange for me. Um, and I'm still trying to beat Splatoon 2, trying to get uh, close to the um the octopath um stuff or the octo expansion nice. not octopath but octo expansion so still trying to beat i'm on the fifth world so the fifth final one so oh excellent yeah i've i've been uh playing battle chasers still so obviously that's a an rpg there's just a lot of hours i think I'm, i've i've logged 35 or 40 hours on it so far um in the in the grinding process of it right now the f- I've also started Fallout Shelter, started Fortnite, which I, I've been enjoying. Fallout Shelter, it's funny because I did play it originally when it came out on the phone, and and I really liked it. I got hooked, and kind of, you know, you get away from them after a while. So when I saw that it was coming out on Switch, I did download it for Switch, started playing it again, realized how much I enjoy it. The controls are definitely a little wonky. I just don't know if it's weird controls or it just takes time if you do want to use the joy cons but i i find that i've been just using the touch screen and trying to get better with the controls uh it, i i remembered how much i enjoyed it that i went back and downloaded it for my phone as well so now oh, i'm cool. playing like twice the fallout <laughs> shelter i don't like mobile games on the switch though i like this game but 
there's a lot of time just sitting there staring at your switch because you're playing a phone game that's meant to be picked up, played for five minutes, put down and you go do by your day. So you can't play this game. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a switch game. I don't, they need to stop doing that or it needed to be changed so that things happen faster. Um, so that you're actually playing more. I agree. I agree that that's, that's my challenge with it so far as I was just kind of sitting there and I go, all right, now what do I do? Like I would sat, I sat my switch down and walked off and then come back and be like, Oh, I can do something again. That's yeah. not what I want my switch for. Yeah. That's you know, it, it, come on. So that's what I've been playing. That's, is there anything else? What do you think wrapping this up? E3 2018. I think that more news will come out this week. And I think next week when we're back to our normal schedule of our 30 ish minute shows, I think that we're going to have a lot to talk about and we'll have played a lot of the stuff that came out. So I'm crazy excited for the next just week of gaming. So yeah, I'm excited. Me too. When the dust settles and we actually get some more details on everything, I'm sure we're going to be doing like a recap again of just kind of, Oh, here's what we missed that came out over this week. Um, But yeah, I, I feel like everybody's been thinking that, you know, all of the people I watch, all the commentators and stuff like that are just like, wow, uh, I, I don't even, I'm losing track, you know, and I feel the same way, so. Well, thanks everyone for sticking into this super special edition of Nintendo Dispatch. You can, of course, follow us everywhere on the internet at Dispatch Podcast on Twitter, nintendodispatch.com. You can follow me, James Montemagno, at msrevet. And please, please, please share this show with all of your friends. In fact, just go onto their iPhones and subscribe for them. Uh, they will thank you uh, if you if you do. They will um, buy a Switch and buy you a game. I can guarantee you that. Uh, please leave a five-star review. We would love it because it really helps the show. There's a lot of other Nintendo shows we think that were the best. So um, that, you know, and we think uh, if, if you're listening for an hour and a half, you may think so too. So we would like that. Uh, and I think that's going to do it. So until next time, this has been yet another Nintendo Dispatch.